Okay, guys, welcome back to the Precision Rifle Network podcast. This is season two, episode two or three, two maybe, I think. I'm on my way back from SHOT Show. There's a massive, like, slowdown, accident, something out on the interstate. So I pulled off at a truck stop for a little break, and I thought, while I'm sitting here kind of waiting for traffic, I will go ahead and record a podcast for you guys, just based on kind of some of the things that I saw and did uh, SHOT Show 2023 here in Vegas. Precision Rifle Network and the podcast and the videos uh, are all title sponsored by Secure It Gun Storage Solutions. And um, I've spoken with the owner, Tom, and he's a great guy, and he has extended a coupon code to all of my viewers. And that code is PRN15, gets you 15% off over there uh, at Secure It Gun Storage Solutions. And um, just so you know, like I don't get any kickback from that. Um, they sent me a few panels um, at the start of our relationship so that I could have some of those in my videos. But other than that, the discount goes to you guys alone. And so um, I think that's a pretty sweet deal. And so make sure and hit up um, Secure at Gun Storage Solutions for any gun storage safety um, you know, just mounting stuff on your wall, building out a man cave, like any of those kinds of things, hit up Gun Storage Solutions. They're an excellent sponsor. Also, um, Coltec gives you 10% off with PRN10. Axel Hearing gives you 15% off with PRN15. Um, MK Machining is another sponsor of the channel. Brownells, Warn, Trigger Interactive. There's links below all the videos, guys. Um, so for today, the first thing I want to kick off with, I'm going to roll in some audio from Gunworks. And um, these guys built a new rifle. Um, and yes, it's $10,000. <laughs> well, we could talk about that. I'm just not even sure how they are able to charge $10,000 for these things. When we're looking at full custom rigs with custom actions and great barrels from proof or Bartline or whatever, you know, chassis or from MDT or stocks from manners or foundation or whatever, you name it. Like when we're looking at all that kind of stuff and high end glass and we can do all that for four, five, six, maybe $7,000, depending on, on what piece of glass you get. Um, these rifles from Gunworks, they're still charging $10,000 for these things uh, because they're all proprietary. They do them all in-house, like literally every bit of those rifles is handmade custom, right? Well, handmade, like, I mean, you know, they machine them in-house. They're doing everything in-house. But I'm going to roll in this, uh, this audio from the Gunworks booth. I actually did a video of it, and the audio you're hearing is from the, the video, but I had my camera settings wrong and the, the video was actually not usable. It was blurry and just, it, it wasn't right. I had forgot that I was taking some pictures and I had my focus set wrong and I just forgot to switch my, my stuff back. So a boneheaded move, but I've got the audio. So I thought I'll throw that in here so you guys can hear about the Gunworks Nexus rifle from them because it is a pretty sweet rifle despite the cost. Um, I'll never pay $10,000 when we can just build out our own for half that cost and get the same job done, but they are pretty freaking sweet. So I figured I'll throw that audio in. So you're going to hear that next. 
Guys, thanks for watching Precision Rifle Network. More coverage 2023 SHOT Show. I am here at the Gunworks booth with Josh. We're gonna talk about the Nexus rifle. Guys, there are so many cool features in here. I'm just gonna let Josh have it because <laughs> I don't understand all the cool details. Yeah. I understand leather work. Yep. That appealed to me when yeah, I first saw definitely, it. Definitely. So go ahead and just launch in, Josh. Okay, cool, yeah. So like you said, a lot of new features on this product. Uh, we kind of start with the stock. So one of the biggest uh, focuses we had on the stock was just really a lot of emphasis on the touch points for the user. So that's where the leather comes in. You have a really comfortable cheek piece. Uh, a lot of effort went into the grip here, uh, mainly on the ergonomics of getting that the proper hand position on a, uh, to acquire a good uh, trigger pull. Um, on top of that, we have a new action on this gun. So this is an aluminum material. So that's really unique to us. Uh, kind of what's going on in this action is we have a uh, really premium stainless steel barrel extension on the inside. So that's got all the lugs built into it for our new bolt. Um, new bolt is a three-piece bolt design. You can field strip this thing. Uh, it comes apart in about 10 seconds. You need to uh, service your bolt in the field. Uh, on top of that, we have our, our really successful uh, Gunworks barrel. Uh, we're making these 100% in-house. That's drilling, rifling, everything made nice. in-house. Nice. Uh, this uh, gun is offered in a 7 PRC, 6.5 PRC, and 300 PRC. 20 and 24 inch barrel. Nice. And what's it weigh? Uh, weight on this gun, you're going to be right around that 9 pound mark with optic. That can go up and down depending on what you, you source for your optic. Absolutely. And um, this bipod is new from you guys. It is. It is. Yeah. This is a. It's unreleased from Gunworks so far. We uh, we're kind of still in the final development stages on it, but really what this is going for is a really lot of adjustment. Uh, it goes a lot of splay options, a lot of height options on the legs, and uh, you'll, you'll be looking 2023 on this product. We'll be launching it. Yeah, that's awesome. And guys, just to give you a little more on that, you've got kind of a push button quick release for your extension. You can also, you know, loosen up the little barrel and extend it manually. You've got displays out, like you said, like kind of like the uh, the MDT SkyPod. This is obviously um, a lot lighter weight and and the. Just machine so nice. I mean, yeah. it's just super cool. Yeah, it fits the overall aesthetic of you guys' stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it'll be a successful product. It's, uh, I mean, adjustment and weight. Those are the two main areas of focus on this one. And I think we've we've achieved that. We just kind of gotta. We don't release products until they are absolutely perfect. That's kind of what we're going for on this product. So absolutely, you guys know custom rifles. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, when are these going to be available? The uh, gun or the rifle. Uh, the, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you already said that. I think yep. you said a year or so from now. Yeah, we'll be we'll be mid 2023 yeah. on this product. Yeah, but the rifle, the next rifle. Uh, we're 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 building those and selling those right now. Awesome. So, uh, this is available. You can call up Gunworks. We can get one on order for you. Nice. And what's going to be the price? Uh, price is, depends on optic. We're always around that kind of that ten thousand dollar mark. Yep. Um, you know, if you go to a loophole, you'd be a little bit lower. Sure. All this should be a little bit higher. Sure. But what people sometimes don't realize is. When they buy a, a Gunworks rifle, yep. it's coming complete. Yep. Uh, they can get load data. I mean, they can get loaded ammo. Oh, yeah. They can get yep. 
Yeah, common misconception. I mean, we're not just building rifles, we're building systems, right? So, I mean, it's it's the rifle. We've got our barrel on there. That's, that's a huge stable to our platform. And then we're mounting the optic. We, uh, we gather all the ballistic data on your package, we sell you the ammo, and then we even burn a custom turret on the scope for you. So, I mean, that's really our whole mantra, thousand yards out of the box. So you're taking this thing, you got your ammo, you're hitting a 10 inch blade at a thousand yards. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So one final thing, uh, we don't have it here in front of us, but you guys came out with a new, uh, a new action and, yeah. and rifle that is more, I can't remember the name of it, but it's more in that five to $6,000 range, which is what the rest of us are, are used to paying for yeah. custom rifles. Yeah. What's yeah. that one called again? Uh, that one's called the Workman. So, uh, and actually that has our GLR action on it. Okay. Uh, which is kind of our REM 700 clone action. So it's got that high-end action. It's got all the same processes that go into the barrel, but it's a steel barrel. And then we're also kind of doing a throwback to our uh, Gen 1 Magnus stock. Um, which that's also a carbon fiber product as well. So um, just a few things in there, we were able to uh, kind of cut some costs in the product and, and get something that's a little more uh, affordable and more competitive than some of the other long range packages. And so. not only that, I'll just throw in, uh, if you're still, do, still doing the training classes? Oh yeah, we're doing our long range university. Yep. And you guys know, if you've been around my channel for a while, the very first professional level class that I took seven years ago probably yeah. Yeah. was from Gunworks. I, yeah. I had a great time, learned a lot, so there's that as well. Yeah, yeah, and kind of, uh, you know, we got that structure as level one, two, and three. I don't know, you probably took the level one, two, I guess. Two at that point. Oh, two yeah. at that point, was that in Burlington? Uh, it was, I don't remember, honestly. Okay. I don't I gotcha. remember, it was in Wyoming, but I don't remember what. It was in Burlington. Then. Okay. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. But, but kind of one thing that was new for us last year is we have our sheep mountain menu as well. It's a level three class. And like, if you're looking for like mountain hunting yeah. solutions and, and practice and just anything, it's, we've got 30 degree shots that we got anywhere from like 200 out to 1,000 yards out there. That's awesome. And you can just lay down on the hill and you're literally shooting off of cliffs and stuff like that. So it's definitely worth a look. That would be fun. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah. Josh, thanks for your yeah, time. Definitely. Appreciate it. Guys, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. I'll be back with more coverage from SHOT Show 2023. So other things that I saw at the show, uh, the Leupold 2 to 10, uh, Leupold Mark V. It's new. It's a new Mark V in the family, and it is a 2 to 10 by 30, I believe, and it is identical to the other Mark Vs in the in the family uh, in terms of like it's got a 35 millimeter main tube, so you can use the same rings and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's uh, it's got so so the coolest feature is that it has side focus parallax adjustment. So most low power variable optics have a fixed parallax, usually at around 100 yards. And so if you're shooting closer than 100 yards, like A, either you don't care because you know it's like CQB type environment and you're just shooting a man-sized target center mass and it really doesn't matter if you can see that perfectly clear. So the parallax is off inside of 100 yards. The parallax is at 100 and then beyond that, the parallax is off again. You know what I mean? Like they, it's, they try to work it to have it parallax at a hundred and then kind of an infinity setting, but it just, it's not, it's not perfect. And I've always had an issue with that. Um, this one is the first LPVO I've seen with a side focus parallax adjustment. There may be others out there, but this is a Mark V and the Mark Vs are excellent and everything else. I've got a video up on, on, um, the YouTube channel about it. But everything else is 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 Leupold Mark V. 
same glass, same turrets, same everything. So I'm really looking forward to that one. I will for sure be trying to get one of those in hand to do a video on it. I just think that would be a, a really nice scope to put on a gas gun, um, you know, DMR style gun, uh, something like that. So yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I really enjoyed that. thought it was great. Um, other things kind of, uh, seemed like, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of amazing new bolt action stuff. Like a couple of years ago when the whole industry was starting to, to wake up and take notice of, of bolt actions, like everybody was coming out with a new bolt action, right? Like that year that the, the Ruger precision rifle came out, uh, was crazy. Cause here you had a, you know, a 12 to $1,500 rifle, 12 to 14 or whatever it was, it just really turned the industry on its head as far as over-the-counter store-bought kind of precision rifles that actually lived up to the hype. Um, the Ruger Precision Rifle did that. And so I remember the energy of that. And then the, the, the next year, SHOT Show, um, you know, tons of companies were making precision rifles. And there was just all kinds of new stuff coming out, and quality stuff coming out. Um, that kind of energy and excitement is a little bit gone for the precision rifle stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of companies still making them. I would I would say you're seeing a lot more precision hunting rifles coming out. Companies are are not, I would say they they're just kind of expanding their line. Like nothing revolutionary or anything. Like they're all coming out at roughly the same price point. You know, anywhere from twelve hundred to twenty five hundred dollars, depending on features or whatever action that they're using uh, in their build. Um, but all very, very similar. You know, they're most of them are in that you know eight to twelve pound range, eight to ten, depending on optic or whatever you whatever you put on there. But they're really they're really going for. The, the hunting crowd that has heard all about this long-range craze and they're wanting to stretch out their limits for hunting and do some long-range hunting. And I think the industry is answering there. I'm seeing a lot, I saw a lot more hunting-related long-range rifles than competition rifles um, as far as new stuff. Like, all the old stuff is still there, like all the old stuff. Though I will say, um, I did not, unless they were like, camped in with a, another company and I just missed the name somehow on the list. I did not see Defiance on the list. I did not see Macmillan on the list. Uh, there were a number of other companies that were, um, were definitely absent. Uh, there's some talk that this Bob Beck guy that, um, it's like a, a hunting TV show, something outer limits or something like that. Um, is starting to buy up all these companies. He's the one that bought Defiance for sure. I'm not sure about Macmillan, but that's the that's the rumor. That's the rumor. And um, that was my best my best effort at a Val Kilmer uh, from Tombstone. But uh, I'm sure it's you know. Anyway, um, I'm tired. It's late. You have to just bear with me. Uh, anyway, um, so and I think he there's talk that he might be buying up Proof Barrels as well. Which gosh dang it, man, don't. Don't go ruining proof because they're excellent, in my opinion, just the way they sit. And if that guy gets a hold of it and all of a sudden, you know, the prices jack way up like he did with Defiance Actions, um, and, uh, you know, if 
you go in and start changing stuff and all of a sudden the quality controls aren't there and the product goes downhill, like that's going to suck. So really not sure what the guy's trying to do. Um, I hope he doesn't ruin these good, reputable names and brands. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying anything negative necessarily about this Bob Beck guy because I don't know him. I don't know the man personally. I, I have watched some of his YouTube videos, um, you know, and as far as video goes, they're well made, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the man, but it's kind of frustrating when you got these good, reputable companies and then you got a bigger company come in and start buying them out and then prices start going up and product quality control starts going down. And, you know, I just, that kind of stuff just kind of frustrates me. So I'm hoping it doesn't go that, that route. Um, what else? Trying to think of some other ones. Oh, fierce, fierce rifles out of uh, out of Utah. This was a new one to me. Some people have heard of it before. I had never heard of it until this year at Shot Show. I'm not sure how I missed them, but um, fierce rifles. They make some really sweet ultralight hunting rigs. Um, some ultralight ARs. Uh, some ultralight kind of bolt actions in probably like the five to six pound range crazy lightweight stuff like really cool i'm gonna try to maybe reach out to them and see if they would maybe send me one of their kind of small lightweight hunting rigs to do a little bit of a review video on um you might check them out fierce firearms they were pretty cool that was a new one to me just because and they're not new i don't think it's just i i hadn't noticed until this year so that one was good um what else did i see oh uh, probably it's kind of funny, actually, and maybe a little telling that the most interesting things to me at this SHOT Show were were um, shot timers and a trigger. Uh, and if that, that, that should tell you everything you need to know about this particular SHOT Show. Um, so Kestrel has a new practice shot timer, and so does MDT. Um they're both very comparable. They're both very deep uh, feature set, like lots of stuff you can do with them from, you know, just obviously shot timer, which is the basic function, but they both are app-based. You can track shots and uh, split times, and you can actually set up and save profiles, and you can um, kind of build out practice sessions if there's certain things you want to work on, and then you can track your times and, um, you know, just kind of work on getting faster and better. And, um, so they're really a lot more than just shot timers. They're really a training tool as well. And, um, so again, Kestrel has a new one and MDT has a new one and they both look pretty great. The MDT is going to be available in just a couple months time, I'm told, and will probably be right around 300 bucks. Uh, I forgot to ask the price of the Kestrel and I forgot to ask when it would be available. But honestly, I kind of liked the, the look and feel of the Kestrel one a little better just because we're all so used to using Kestrel and the interface, like the screen, the buttons, everything was really similar to the Kestrel um, for the Kestrel shot timer. And so, uh, you know, I'd like to get my hands on, on one of each and just play with them. But, um, you know, just my gut feeling is that I would probably trend towards the, the Kestrel one just because of the interface. It was just easier to to understand because, you know, I'm so used to using a Kestrel and it was kind of similar to that. So, uh, 
there's that, you know, you don't have to, and you don't, I don't know about the MDT one necessarily, but for the Kestrel one, you, uh, it, it'll pick up, you know, 22s and suppressed and, um, you know, it'll pick up dry fire and, um, obviously live fire and everything too. Whereas a lot of, you know, just shot timers that you might buy just for shot timer, like a cheap 30, 40, $50, whatever shot timer, um, sometimes won't pick up suppressed shots and, you know, it can just be tricky for them to pick up. But these other ones, um, both from Kestrel and from MDT were, um, seemed, seemed really good. Uh, so there's that. The trigger from MDT is electronic. Now, <laughs> I just bear with, bear with me on it for a second. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, at first you're like, electronic, what? Come on. Like, my first question that popped in my head was, well, what if what if it rains? You know, what if you're out shooting in the rain, right? Well, it's completely sealed in, in silicone, and they said it's supposed to be weatherproof and yada yada. So they've, they obviously thought about that, which is common sense. They should have thought about that. So, um, which they did. And, and it sounds like that'll be good. Um, it's going to be 600 bucks approximately probably looking at maybe a year from now for it to be released. They just need to do a lot more testing, they said. Um, prototype version, it's adjustable from about four ounces up to around four pounds, I think. Um, what else? So it's got a charging port on it, like a USB-C. I actually didn't look at it, I'm guessing, on that. But, uh, you know, like on your cell phone, a charging port on your cell phone. And Here's another question of mine, obviously, is like, raise your hand if you've ever had a, a, a charging port on an electronic device go bad. Like, everybody in the audience should be raising your hand right now because that's just what happens. So many times you plug them in and unplug them and they get, you know, you trip on the cord and it gets ripped out of there and it starts just ruining the, uh, the charging port. I can see that being warranty work um, or issues like, well... Can you warranty it, or we just have to replace the trigger at that point? And at 600 bucks, man, you don't want to have to replace that dang trigger. Um, at any rate, and they're also trying to, um, you know, get the the firings, like the battery charges up, and right now they're getting about a thousand iterations, a thousand trigger presses out of one battery, um, which is a lot, obviously, but they're trying to get that up higher. Um, obviously. Anything battery operated and electronic, man, it's like, you know, is it going to go down in the middle of a match? Is it, and I don't know, for me, like, as more of a tactical shooter, um, I'm going, you know, I'm going to miss the target more out of my wind call or an unstable position more than I will a bad trigger press. Like, we're already running triggers at you know, under a pound, how much influence are we really putting into it, even with a bad trigger press? So I don't know about it. I, I, I see it appealing to the bench rest crowd and the F-class crowd, maybe, you know, guys who don't move around much and all they do is like, they don't even touch the rifle. They just lean over and press the trigger. Um, I can see it maybe being beneficial there, uh, because it is a mechanical, like there's no sear engagement. There's no, there's no travel. There's no creep. There's no nothing. It's just, it's an electronic function that, that drops the pin. And so in that sense, it's, it's completely mechanical. It, it removes the human 
error or the human movement completely out of the system. Like there's no chance for a human to disrupt anything with the trigger press. How much accuracy is that actually going to add? I, I don't know if that would be noticeable, honestly, in a tactical match for a PRS-type shooter. It might be noticeable for a bench rest person or an F-class person, but for us tactical shooters, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm failing to see that I, I've been wrong about things, and, you know, maybe it'll be great, but I'm kind of failing to see the point at this at this juncture so we'll see what comes of it it's still it's still in development really um but i will say it's innovative and it was interesting you know now electronic triggers have been done for a long time in uh in airsoft guns and in paintball guns so it's doable and you know it's kind of a neat idea it's it's an interesting idea maybe even for gas guns like i don't know if you could tune a trigger to make it shoot crazy fast like i don't know i'm sure the atf would get involved there somehow but that that would be kind of cool um what else did i see those were really the most interesting things i think that i saw um i stopped by the zero compromise optics booth of course i always go and say hi to those guys because they're good people and i really appreciate the quality scopes that they make um the uh so no no new scope from the i mean last year they debuted the like 8 to 40 which is an amazing optic um this year they had kind of a new reticle and it was um so well no not a new reticle i'm sorry or maybe there was also a new red yeah there is also a new reticle um but it's a new turret mainly, and the turret has uh, 10 mils on it um, instead of the standard 12 or 15 or whatever it was before. Um, it's got it's got exactly 10, and then so it goes up each you know each rotation by 10. It's got numbers all the way around. Um, it's got rev indicator that pops up off the top. Uh, they did away with kind of that the locking turret up top. Uh, on the elevation turret so you don't you don't have to like pull it up to unlock it and then turn it and then push it back down now it's just stationary you just turn directly still got the same zero stop still got the same you know internals like feel of everything was exactly the same like internals of scope glass everything was all the same they just changed those turrets a bit they also um they added uh little r's and l's all the way around um, the uh, the edge of the, the windage turret so that you know for sure which direction you're turning um, as opposed to just having like one R or one L or, or whatever. Um, so I guess there was that. And a lot of, um, man, a lot of thermal and night vision stuff coming onto the market. Just a crap ton of thermals. Bunches of different companies coming onto the market with with thermal options, which I personally think is good. It should start to, to bring the price of thermal and night vision down a bit. Um, that, that competition should force prices down a little bit. And that's a good thing. I think, I mean, you're still going to, you're still going to pay decent sized money for good quality night vision and, and thermal, like they still have higher, 
specification products um, that you are going to pay extra for. And, and that'll, that'll still be worth it in my opinion. But you know, for the guys that just want to get out at night and, and schwack some hogs or some coyotes or something like that, there's a ton of new products coming on the market for, for thermals. Like I couldn't even pay attention to all of them. They were just, it seemed like they were all over the place at the show. Um, also saw, I mean, just like just almost every year, looks like more new optics companies are popping up. I counted, I believe, five or six, and I didn't even make it to every aisle in the show, but I bet I saw five or six brand new optics companies that I'd never heard of before. Like, and just cringe too. Like, one of them is named Rudolph Optics. Like, I'm sorry. Why? Who decides to name your optics Rudolph Optics? I, I don't get it. But, you know, more optics companies popping up all the time. So saw a bunch of that. And, um, that was it. You know, I didn't get to go to, sh- I didn't get to go to range day cause you know, I wasn't going to go to shot at all this year. And then last minute I got a hold of Tyler Kemp at MK machining. And I was like, Hey dude, I'm sorry to do this to you, but is there any way you can sponsor me into the show last minute? So he had his fiance, like call up shot show and, uh, get me on the list as a, as a guest of theirs. So they got me a name badge, and I was a guest of of MK Machining. That's how I got in this year. So shout out to MK Machining. Uh, go check them out and give them some love. Um, thanks for uh, getting me on board there, Tyler. That was great. Um, but I didn't get to go to Range Day with that pass, and I'm okay with that. It sounds like it was a miserable day. It was super windy and kind of got rained out, and it was cold. Not my cup of tea, and not good for shooting video either. So really not too butthurt about that. Um, other products I'm trying to just rack my brain right now to think of, but not really coming to mind. Lots of new pistols on the market, guys. Lots of, lots of new pistols. Um, same old, same old with ARs. Everybody's got their new iteration of an AR, you know, with a cool new paint job and whatever. Like the AR never changes unless, unless you're just, you know, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't see, and I probably missed it. I'm, you know, I'm, I always want to preface by saying I probably missed it, but I didn't see anything like really innovative, uh, in the industry for, for, for gas guns or, or anything like that. Lots of new pistols though. And I'm not, I'm not a huge pistol guy anymore. So I really didn't even go around and look at any of the new cool pistols. Um, so anyway, I, I guess I'll cut it off there. Um, Thanks for listening, you guys. Um, I will try to get these podcasts back up and running one a week or every other week at the out at the far outside if I can. Um, just because, um, I you know, I want to give you guys more of the the details of the product reviews that I've that I've got coming up, and so it's going to be that. Um, again, I'm a little tired here tonight, guys, so I'm just going to cut it off because I, I feel myself ram- rambling in a big way and not being able to keep my thoughts uh, focused. So thanks for listening. Make sure you can hit up those uh, channel sponsors down below all the videos and uh, give them some love and tune in again soon for another episode. Thanks, guys.